My name is Jeff Feuders, and I'm here in the city of Jerusalem, the most holy city in the world. It's important to Muslims, Christians, and Jews. Now, I know why it's important to me, but why is it important to you? We're going to explore that and a whole lot more on this next season of First Century Foundations. Hi, my name is Jeff Feuders, and I'm the new host of First Century Foundations. I'm here in the city of Jerusalem, one of the most important cities in the world. This is important to Christians, Muslims, and Jews. And I mentioned earlier, the city is important to me. But you know what? It wasn't always that way. I've been a Christian most of my life. I was a pastor for 30 years. But I was one of those people who said, you know what, I don't need to go to Israel. I don't need to travel all the way over there in order for my faith to be real. I believe in Jesus. I believe in the Bible. I believe all those things happened. I don't need to go to Israel for my faith to be, you know, somehow solidified. But that all changed a number of years ago, about 11 years ago in 2006, when I came to Jerusalem for the very first time and I was hooked. I was hooked because I realized that as we traveled around this country, we stood in places where Jesus actually stood. We were discussing things that Jesus said in the places where he said them. And so I wanna just bring as many people here to experience that same thing as I possibly can. And uh, now I get the opportunity to do this. I'm excited about today's episode because I get to introduce you to a friend who has been coming to Israel, who has lived in Israel now for over 30 years. He's the founding pastor of King of Kings Community Church, and we're going to be talking to him about his experience, his journey here in the land of Israel. I talked to you a little bit about my journey here to Jerusalem and why it's become so important to me, and I want you to hear from him why it is that he loves this city so much and feels that God has called him to take his place here as part of his ministry in the kingdom of God. Coming up next, Jeff talks with Wayne Hilsden, the founding pastor of the King of Kings Church in Jerusalem. I was a pastor for over 20 years before I first went to Israel, only to realize that I was totally disconnected from the roots of my faith. Since then, I've been on a journey of discovery and my faith has come alive in ways I never could have imagined. I'm Jeff Uters, Executive Director of First Century Foundations, and I'm excited to invite you to explore the land of the Bible and to discover your part in a Bible story that isn't over yet. First Century Foundations exists to reconnect Christians to the foundations of Christianity. And we do this by creating Bible-based media focused on Israel, but we don't just reconnect you to Israel in the Bible. We help you participate in what God is doing in Israel today by connecting you to over 70 ministries in Israel who desperately need our support. Will you partner with us? Together, we'll explore Israel's biblical past while playing our role in Israel's bright future.
Hey, welcome to First Century Foundations. Uh, we're excited, this is our brand new season of the show, and I'm here today with Wayne Hillsden. Wayne, welcome. Great to be with you. Nice to have you here. And we're sitting here in the Kalau building. Uh, you see the Cafe Forte sign behind me. We're right outside the pavilion. And uh, this was not always here. We are uh, sitting sort of in a bit of history, I would say. Yeah. I remember when I was just a Bible college student hearing about some Canadian pastors who were heading to Israel. And um, that was a number of years ago. Tell us a little bit about how you first came yeah. to Jerusalem. Well, the story begins in 1981. Uh, my wife and I were on vacation in Newmarket, Ontario. Stopped at a church for Sunday morning service. It happened to be pastored by Jim and Kathy Cantillon, right. who are mutual friends. Yes. And we didn't know them all that well, although his dad was a pastor, my dad was a pastor, so we had a, you know, a different uh, relationship. But what happened was, after the Sunday morning service, he said, come home for dinner. Over dinner, he said, we're about to resign from this church, move to Israel, start a church in Jerusalem. We had an invitation from the Israeli government to do that. And it sounded like a far-fetched story. But in the midst of telling us this, he said, would you and Anne consider coming to help us plant a church in Jerusalem? Wow. Now, the crazy part about this was, um, this just happened off the top of his head, it seemed. He didn't know we'd be there that Sunday. We had never been to Israel in our lives before. I taught New Testament Greek at the time. I never studied biblical Hebrew before. Right. I was one of the least likely people to be called to Israel, it seemed. But we joined Jim and Kathy Canelon in August of 1983. Okay. And so that's when we began to uh, develop what's now called King of Kings Community, a congregation. And then that's been a hub to grow many other types of ministries out from the city. So 1983, that's 34 years ago? It is 34 years ago. Wow, so you've been here 34 years, living in Jerusalem. and Never uh, left the city, this has been outlasted Jim and Kathy? We were together for five years. Five years. Co-pastoring together. Right. And we're still great friends, and they're gonna be visiting us in September again. And we often stay in their home back in Toronto when we're visiting there. So good. it's been a wonderful relationship. Oh, that's amazing. So the community developed out of a home group? Yeah, well actually, we did start in a small apartment. Uh, within about a month and a half, we outgrew the apartment, moved to the YMCA to a small lecture hall, not right. to their main venue, but yeah. to a smaller hall. Uh, within about a year and a half of being at the YMCA, which is, by the way, on King David Street, mm -hmm. across the street from the famous King David Hotel, yeah. we decided that we would take, make the big move into their 600-seat uh, performing arts center. And it's a beautiful place. Yes, it is. And so we got a long-term contract. Part of the contract deal was that we would renovate the space. It was in rough shape. Okay. And so we did that, and for 21 years, the YMCA was the home of King of Kings community. So the pavilion, uh, which is just behind us here, happened much later. Much later. So yeah. actually the year 2002, at the very end of the year, almost January 1st, and it was December 29th or 30th, we signed the contract to purchase what was the largest movie theater in Jerusalem. I think that the uh, some of the miraculous stories that occurred you know, there are probably too many for you to get into uh, on this show. 
but uh, but I, I remember hearing mm -hmm. about just incredible God moments where, well, tell the one about about getting on a plane. Okay. Yeah, tell that well, one. Well, you know, we signed that contract, as I said, at the end of 2002 with the promise to the owners that we would have 1.2 million U.S. dollars in their hands within two weeks. We had $200,000 saved up. And wow. so that was a big uh, leap of faith to do that. I didn't do it by myself. I consulted with people I'm accountable to, and they said, sign it. But they didn't really have the money either, but they had spiritual authority. I had credentials with Pentecostal Assemblies of Canada, still do. Yeah. And so I signed it. And the first week after signing that contract, we were sitting in a staff meeting on a Tuesday morning, and I felt the Lord say, get on a plane. I nudged my wife and told her this. She said, where are you going to go? I said, I don't know. Asked our receptionist to call the travel agency to get me flights. And she said, where are you going? I said, I don't know yet. Just call the travel agent. By the time she got the travel agent on the phone, I, three cities came to mind and three places to meet some people. Yeah. And within six hours, I was on a plane. Within 12 hours of my arrival at the first city, uh, we had the promise of a gift of $1.5 million U.S. dollars. Uh, that was actually more than we needed for that first payment. Yeah. So that was a confirmation. That I think so. We weren't totally crazy. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Amazing. Well, these are incredible stories, but I, I think what's uh, even more incredible is the the family of believers that you have built here, the number of people that have been raised up and trained for ministry here, uh, and the impact that, that these ministries are having, not just in Jerusalem, uh, but in other places around the land. Talk a little bit about that. God's been so good to us. Uh, we really didn't know what we were doing when we came to Israel. You know, we were not well prepared for this, but we were good students, I think. So we knew we had a lot to learn. So we jumped right into Hebrew studies. Uh, we early on connected with the wider body of believers, which only numbered in the hundreds at that time. So we got to know the whole body pretty quickly right. and could call them by name. And that's dramatically changed now. We, yeah. might, we might know 5% of the body. Mm. It's grown so much. But in those early days, we just put our head down and we're gonna get the, to learn and, and work and, and see what God will do. Within a few years though, we had a more clear vision what the Lord wanted us to do. It was threefold. Number one is to plant congregations. I believe the local congregation is like a microcosm of the kingdom. You know, what happens even in a small group of believers committed to one another ought to be what the, the whole kingdom of God should look like with the principles of, of the kingdom, with relational values and community and all of those sorts of things. We, right, you know, right. And we look at the first Jerusalem church 2,000 years ago and it had a powerful impact, as yeah. you remember. And people were coming to the Lord all the time. And so we really felt that was our model. So we looked at Acts chapter two to do that. And then besides planting congregations, we had to train leaders to pastor new congregations and to lead new ministries that would develop. So we began to disciple young men mostly, and then eventually turned it into a Bible college, which is now called Israel College of the Bible. It was yes. called King of Kings College. Right. But Israel College of the Bible now is the main national Bible college of this country. Right. Uh, and it's fully accredited now with bachelor's, master's, and doctor of ministry level degrees being granted by the school. 
and I'm thrilled at what has happened there. So well over 2,000 Israelis have studied in Israel College of the Bible. Uh, we didn't uh, want to run it forever and ever. Um, you know, I came from Canada. My heart was to really eventually hand it over to the local body of Messianic believers in Israel. So that, right. that, that took five years. Hmm. And then they were in charge. Yeah. And they've done better than we ever did. So I'm really excited how that's developed. It's amazing. Uh, the third leg of the stool, if you want to, besides planting, training leaders, uh, is to be a catalyst for unity in the body. So I would say one of the things that characterizes King of Kings is a kingdom mindset. It's not about our own ministry to build it without considering the wider body and other ministries are, that are in the land. We see ourselves as, I call it, a servant uh, ministry, yeah. a resource center. I mean, even in this building where we're seated right now, there are 13 congregations that utilize our various auditoriums of right. different sizes. That's all part of this being a catalyst for unity yeah. in the body. Yeah. So uh, there are other things I could say about all of those three things, but sure. uh, you may have more questions. Well, I think that uh, that's probably good for this segment. We want to come back though in a few minutes and talk a little bit about you know, what happens when you get to the place where you're starting to think about other things and you know, how do you hand off? How do you hand off to a new person? And so uh, after the break, we'll be back and uh, talk about the leadership transition here at King of Kings. Thank you, Wayne. Great. Don't go away. After this short break, Jeff continues his talk with Pastor Wayne Hillsden. Israel came out of Egypt. They came out as an army. But how much of it can be proven archaeologically? Available now from First Century Foundations, the powerful documentary series, Miraculous Victories of Israel. The enemies of Israel gives unequivocal proof of the actual events. See how God's promises to His people have helped them survive and conquer through perilous times from Abraham to today. Seemingly small against super big, against all odds. It's miraculous that a nation can survive 2,000 years without a home under the worst conditions. To order your digital download or DVD copy, go to MiraculousVictories.com today. Hey, welcome back. We're still here with Wayne Hilsden. And Wayne, thanks again for being with us today. Uh, we mentioned before the break that we're gonna talk now a little bit about, about this transition that you've been in the last few years. And uh, I remember talking to you right around the time it was happening. And um, I know that we're gonna talk to Chad on a subsequent show, but, but uh, tell us what happens when you've been here 30 years and you start to think like maybe God's got another chapter. Right. Well, I began this journey of wanting to turn over the senior pastorate to a younger man, actually over 10 years ago. Okay. So I was already in my early 50s and felt that I need to begin the process. So it hasn't been a sudden change for me. It's right. been a process. And I also knew it was crucial that we get the right person. Mm -hmm. And there were a few people that I had on my team that we're in the running as potential successors. 
and uh, I didn't promise that to anybody, but right. so I just watched and observed. Um, but then the Lord really clearly showed me a guy by the name of Chad Holland, uh, who was actually pastoring in the States, but has grown up in the Messianic community. His stepfather, uh, Messianic Jewish rabbi, and so he had a lot of uh, background that would fit our DNA as a messianic expression. Right. Uh, but he'd never lived in Israel, so that was a challenge. Okay. So I brought him in as an associate pastor to kind of just see how he would do in this environment, and sure. he did exceptionally well. Began to share the preaching load maybe 50-50 before he became the senior pastor. Okay. So the day we announced it, it was already an assumption. People had noticed that I was preaching less, he was preaching more. And so it really has been so smooth, you know, and Chad's just an exceptional leader. So I've never had second thoughts and, you know, people bonded with him quickly. And he has, as I said, a very similar DNA. The only question I had about Chad was, you know, would he be visionary enough? You know, we've, we've set out on some pretty major leaps of faith and expanding right. the work at various points. And we knew unless God came through, we were in trouble. And so we needed to hear from God. Yeah. Uh, but I've discovered that he's as visionary or more than me. He's, oh, he's got great faith. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that he's brought to the table that I didn't really have a vision for, although I'm happy about it, very happy, is to develop a network of congregations that relate to our mother congregation, King of Kings. Okay. So we now have a network of about 10 congregations around the country. Some of them we've planted, others have actually uh, joined us, so we've adopted them into okay. this network of ministries. And so that's, that's great. And Chad's a real discipler, um, he's a trainer. So then Chad becomes the senior pastor of King of Kings. Um, what does Wayne do now? Right. Well, first of all, uh, Chad really wanted me to stay in the picture, and we worked out an arrangement where I preach once a month. Okay. Uh, and when I'm in Jerusalem, I'm at King of Kings, and I'm on the executive team, so I meet when I'm in the country, I'm, I'm with Chad and the leadership team. Right. Uh, I'm pretty quiet. I just I'm let, want, want Chad to lead but he's frequently asking me for advice. So I can't think of a better you know, personal relationship and no, level great. of trust. He's not in any way uh, intimidated by my presence. Yeah. And so I, I'm deeply grateful to him. So what about me? Where do I go from here? Well, about five years ago, I fe felt that the Lord was downloading a vision to me called FIRM, the Fellowship of Israel-Related Ministries. Right. That's the acronym, FIRM. Yes. And I really was, since the Lord wants us to develop um, a network of ministries all across Israel and even beyond, yes. wherever ministries are engaged full-time with the inhabitants of Israel or Jewish people around the world and felt that that would make us more effective, more fruitful, there'd be synergy, there would be more multiplication, less duplication of efforts. Right. And, but I frankly didn't think I was the guy to lead it, but I shared this with Pastor Jack Hayford, a well-respected leader, and he said, Wayne, this is the Lord. We, we need to do that, I'll, I'll help you do anything uh, to get this thing rolling. But I called a meeting on two occasions with leaders and said, here's a vision I feel from the Lord. 
but I don't feel that I'm the one to lead it. Uh, I'm hoping somebody in this room will take it on. Mm -hmm. Nobody came to the fore. But by the time Chad was in place, um, the Lord really reminded me, well, I gave that vision, not for somebody else, but I gave it to you, uh -huh. to steward. So, um, and then I said, okay, Lord, and, but I frankly had nobody on the team. It was just me and my wife. Right. Uh, but within a few months, we had an incredible board. Within three months, we had our first board meeting with leaders from around the world, well-respected people who have a heart for Israel and yeah. Jewish ministry. And we went from there. And we had our first conference two years ago at 1,700 people in Colorado at our launch. And it's really grown ever since. Uh, now we have over 50 ministries that are part of this network. Excellent. Uh, we meet twice a year in a banquet setting. We celebrate each other's victories and tell each, tell each other our stories, our war stories. Yeah. Um, we're really developing a great uh, fraternity kind of relationship between the various ministries in the land. And I've just, I'm just convinced that if the gospel is real, then it will cause us to love one another. They will know we are disciples because we love one another. And then, you know, Jesus prayed that we would be one so the world would know that the Father sent me. Yes. So, you know, that gives credibility to the gospel message that it's working. You know, that we do work together. We love one another. Uh, well, that's, it's a great story. And so you say 50 ministries, More than 50, predominantly yes. those would be from the land of Israel. I think 80 some percent 80 -some are percent. based here in Israel. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're networking them together so that? Well, ultimately we believe in a great end time revival that will sweep the world. Yeah. Greater than Pentecost. If I had time to preach a sermon, I would about that. But I think it's really rooted in the scriptures. Uh, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Uh, it hasn't been poured out on all flesh yet. Right. It's poured out on the inhabitants of Jerusalem 2,000 years ago, yeah. and mostly Jews, mm -hmm. uh, but not all flesh. So I think the greatest revival ever is yeah, coming. Yeah. And I believe that Israel will play a significant role in this end time revival based on Romans 11, 12, and 15, uh, based on Romans 11, 25, and if I could throw in another scripture, I would say Zechariah chapter 8, where it says 10 men from every nation will grab a hold of uh, the robe of a Jew and say, I hear that God is with you. So the Gentile nations oh. are going to look to Jewish people who right. have found their Messiah and will be some of the most effective uh, teachers of God's word and bringing the nations to the Lord. That's amazing. So that's, amazing. that's my mini sermon. Well, that's awesome. I, hey, go ahead and preach if you like. <laughs> um, now you've you've got a, a great young team working with you. We see them out here almost every day over the last few weeks. Right. They are very young. I mean, that's my right hand guy is 24 them. years of age. Yeah. Happens to be from Toronto, but Yay, we didn't meet until Toronto. he got to Israel. Well, thank you. It's been great to be able to sit and chat with you today. Thank you, Jeff. And uh, certainly appreciate our friendship but also the fact that we partner together for yes. Century Foundations and King of Kings has been a long-term partnership and uh, we appreciate very much all that you help us to accomplish here. And um, we're going to continue to pray. Pray awesome. for the land of Israel, for the ministries here, and we'll add firm to that list because we're awesome. really praying that that's going to be a very significant 
significant uh, uh, contribution mm -hmm. to to the bigger picture of, of supporting Israel and standing with Israel. So, thanks for being with us thanks, today. Jeff. Appreciate thanks, you. Al, thank you, and uh, thank you for being with us as well. And we hope that uh, you'll continue watching, and we appreciate your prayers for these things that we've been talking about together today and for so many other ministries here in the land of Israel that First Century Foundations is connected with and, and is, is helping to facilitate your gifts and your donations and get them into their hands so that they can do the work of the ministry that God has called them to do here in this land. And thank you for watching. It's been great to have you join us today and uh, we're gonna be back in just a moment. First Century Foundations is committed to helping those in Israel who are most in need. And this is possible because of people like you. Your donations are supporting the Jerusalem Institute of Justice, who care for some of the most vulnerable in the land, especially aging Holocaust survivors. By spending quality time with them, engaging them through activities, and providing them with food and medication, the Jerusalem Institute of Justice and First Century Foundations together are making a real difference in the lives of people who have experienced so much suffering. People like us who lost everything and live with the pain to have people that help us a little bit, we're very grateful. Call or write today and receive our bi-monthly free Israel Prayer Watch to help you stay up to date and pray for all of the ministries we support in Israel. Partner with us for just $30 a month or more. Your gifts are making a difference in Israel today. Well, we've had a fantastic day here in the city of Jerusalem with Wayne Hillsden. And I gotta tell you, I feel so privileged to be able to be a part of leading this ministry. It's new to me still, but uh, I just am enjoying the connectivity that First Century Foundations has between all of the ministries here in the land of Israel. Uh, what a joy to be able to listen to Wayne talk about his passion, his passion for the city of Jerusalem, his passion for the land of Israel, but, but more than that, his passion for the people here and the ministries that have been built around King of Kings and the pavilion, the Jerusalem prayer tower, uh, and now the ministry of firm. You know, it's just really great to be able to listen to Wayne talk about those things. And he's got a passion that, uh, you know, I've heard a similar passion before. And I wanna take you to a verse of scripture that's found in the New Testament. And uh, let's look at that together. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often have I longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings and you were not willing. You know, as I read you those words of Jesus, I can hear uh, the passion in Jesus' voice for this city. And it's the same thing that I hear in Wayne's voice as he talks about his ministry here. God has truly called him to this place. And we have been privileged over many years now to be involved with him and with King of Kings Ministries. And uh, you know now he's doing something new and we're gonna be introducing you uh, later in another show to the new lead pastor of King of Kings. And I know you're gonna wanna hear more about what's happening. King of Kings is no longer just uh, you know a community of faith here in Jerusalem. It's now a great family of ministries and you're gonna wanna hear more about that. I appreciate so much the fact that you engage with us and by doing that you engage with all of the ministries here in the land of Israel. And so I just today want to say thank you. Thank you for uh, the privilege that I have to be involved in this. But thank you for partnering with us as well. 
We hope that you'll come back and continue to watch together with us as we build uh, on something new here at First Century Foundations. And so we'll see you next time. Thank you for watching. To learn more about this program and the ministries in Israel that we help, or to receive the Israel Prayer Watch, call the number on the screen or visit us online at firstcenturyfoundations.com. And to keep up to date on all that we're doing, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Join Jeff Futers again in Israel next week on First Century Foundations.